Ready? Okay, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Everyday Mulemanship Podcast. And today is Mule Tip Tuesday. So thanks for being here with us today. I appreciate you guys and your support. And we're going to have, have fun for the next half hour. And at the end of the half hour show, tell them what we got. We get to announce today's winner for the 12 Days of Christmas. Yep. Today's Nine. day 11. It's day 11 of our 12 days of Christmas, and we got some really good stuff today. Today we're giving away a custom breast collar built by Ernest Brenneman Saddlery. And uh, we're giving away, what else are we giving away? Uh, Jeff Ellison calendar. Um, what's he call it? Mule tails. Mule tails. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, and then I'm giving away a free month of our online video library. Um, I've been getting a lot of questions about that video library. What what is it, and just how how to do it, and how to get on there, and how to subscribe. It's really cool. Um, we've been putting together videos for a long time. Uh, Sky takes Sky's always filming me doing something. And that's uh, all I do. Yeah, so <laughs> it's my only job. Yep. Uh, she takes clips during the clinics. She she films me out here working with these colts and with our older mules and. And uh, so on that video library, we got over a hundred videos on there now, and I got a whole bunch more to upload. And then uh, those of you following along in 2021, we're going to be doing this Dally Diaries thing, um, this series, and all those are going to be on there, the full length videos. So like, for example, the very first video we filmed was almost 15 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. The very first episode of the Dally Diaries. So if you're on there, you get to see the full uh, the full 15, 14, 15 minutes there. So anyways, you go to tsmules.com, click on online video library, you can find those. So um, before we get going on today's tip, uh, I want to thank our sponsors for this episode of our Mule Tip Tuesday on this Everyday Mulemanship Podcast. Uh, big thanks to Mules and More Magazine, uh, Corey Daniels, she she does a really good job with that magazine. If you haven't looked into Mules and More magazine, you need to check them out. Corey does a good job. MulesandMore.com. So, all right, any other announcements, Sky? Nope, I am just counting down until I get to open this and announce the winner. Yeah, Sky knows who the winner is. I already is, know who it so is. So she's, she's going to surprise us and let us know here at the end of the show. So, today, my... Uh, I opened up my, my mule journal, my mulemanship journal um, that I keep in, and I turned to a page, and I really like this. I wrote down this, uh, actually the beginning of last year, um, and it's kind of kind of interesting how 2020 went for all of us, mm -hmm. because I feel like some of the struggles that we went through made us stronger. Um, you know, Sky and I dealing with stress and dealing with things and, um, you know, but it's the same thing for the mules and, and what I wrote down here uh, your mule is only as good as the situations you put them in prepare your mule to be a winner and uh, I feel like that's really important and before we started today's show Sky and I were talking about our youngsters we got um, we got how many we got a lot of babies we got we got 10 mules under the age of of uh of six all but all but chrome and tina are yeah babies. yeah so we it's got crazy. 10 of them under six we got a lot of youngsters and one of my favorite things to do with our our weanlings and and yearlings and two-year-olds is to 
take them out and pony them uh, behind our ride mules. So we like to take them out in the mountains. You know, we're here in Utah. Uh, we're surrounded by beautiful mountains, uh, beautiful country, rivers and, and hills and streams and everything. And um, so I like to take them out and then they get across water and they get to uh, go over deadfall. They get to learn to navigate through uh, through rocks and rough country and, and things. They get experience seeing me above them. They get experience with, you know, the girls opening a Snacks candy bar and, water, and bottles. water bottles and dropping stuff and dropping their jackets and, uh, you know, just... Screaming for yeah, nothing. They, they get experience. <laughs> experience is important for these youngsters. And uh, I think it's good, too, because they're following. Yeah. You know, so they're seeing the others go through whatever it is yep. and, so they're getting a lot of good experiences and yesterday i went out uh with a good buddy of mine here in town and he needed some help um taking his bulls home uh from the pasture they've been on uh, we got too much snow here in utah now there's no can't get to the grass anymore so time to take the bulls home and and i rode lariette and she did pretty good and he rode a colt that he's had five rides on uh is this really its first time out and I'm out and it was kind of a big just job young yeah right? yeah a big job for this horse it's four-year-old horse and um how old's Larry yet she four also Larry yet's turning four she's okay. three so right. he asked and he, he doesn't start a lot of colts you know he says man is it is it always like this when you start <laughs> mules and horses and I said well no <laughs> it's not um because I I try to do a, quite a bit with our young like I said, with our youngsters to prepare them and to uh, keep them coming along uh, so that when, when it comes time to ride, it's really not that much introduction. And now we're getting quite a few colts. It's getting harder to do that, isn't it? It is. And uh, get them all out. And I reckon there I won't be able to get everything out as much as I want to just because we have so many youngsters coming along at the same time. You kind of have to choose yeah. sometimes. So, but if you can prepare them and uh, to be successful, um, today I got some questions that come in about first rides and things and I'm going to explain these things to you um, But yeah, if you can prepare them and help them be successful Gosh, it just goes a long ways, doesn't it? It makes a difference. So prepare them to be a winner. I don't want to learn this the yeah. hard way <laughs> Yeah, a couple times yeah. probably. I want them to be successful So it's never I don't want to put the mule in a situation where I think they're gonna fail. I, I wanna help them be successful. So anyways, that's my tip. Uh, if you guys wanna post in the comments, let me know what you think of that tip. Give me a thumbs up or whatever. And uh, and I don't, what do they what call is, it I was gonna Instagram? say, what does Instagram do for Do you guys likes? do thumbs up, waves? Waves, I don't know. maybe, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Let me know what you think of that tip. I'd love to hear, hear your thoughts, so. We've got a couple questions that come in, and you guys remember, you can you can write in anytime you want. Send us an email uh, or message and say, hey, I'd like you to address this on Mule Tip Tuesday. You can you can do that anytime. Um, so a couple messages I got this week. One was from last week, and I forgot to write it down, and I can't remember who asked it, but it, it just popped in my head. But they asked for some tips on deworming. Oh, we have a video on that, though. Yeah, we do have a video on it. It's on our... I think it's it's on our I know it's on our online video library and it may still be on YouTube even. I bet I can find it. But we got I, if I can find it, I will share it. I know it's on our online video library. Oh good. Um but with with the deworming tips, um basically I think she asked that her 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 uh, mule 
just doesn't like doesn't like the taste of it, which is, I mean, I don't blame them. Most but, don't. You know, one of the easiest suggestions, and I learned this a long time ago, and it's pre it's pretty well known, but if you have a mule or a horse that's real bad about deworming, and and they're I had one mule that you could you could open his mouth, you could do all the prerequisites that I teach, you know, that I've showed in that video, all the prerequisites, getting a handle on that animal, which is so important. But it plain just didn't didn't like that too. Like it, it no, its name okay. was Snickers. Had <laughs> a guess. Mule's name was Snickers, and uh, mule I grew up with. But it, it just plain didn't like that too. Dewormer. So what you can do is, uh, it's just a simple little trick. But just get some applesauce. So get you an empty tube that you've used. Keep it around. Put some applesauce in it. And so what I'll do is is I. I'll go out. If I know it's going to be deworming time coming in the spring, I'm going to go out the, a week ahead. And every day, go out and give them a little tube of applesauce. You know what I mean? Just just open up. And um, I don't relate this to giving treats because I don't give treats. You guys all know. They've been watching for a long time. I don't give treats. But this is a good way to get them good about taking that dewormer. So in the day that, that it's time to deworm, I'm still going to give them a shot of that applesauce, really. Um... And then I'm going to deworm them. And then I'm going to finish up with another shot of that applesauce. So they don't, so they don't end with a bad, that bad taste in their mouth. And you can find dewormers now. A lot of the ivermectin stuff is uh, apple flavor too. So anyways, so that was, I can't remember who asked that. Sorry, I forgot to write that one down. Another question we got this week um, came from Beth Sauter. She's from Maine. And basically, she, she wrote in a, a longer email, so I'll, I'll uh, just break it down. Basically, she's got a mule, and she says if she's working this mule regularly, um, he's, he's, he's good to get along with. He'll lead to the barn just fine. But she'll give him some time off, and if she gives him a few days off, then he doesn't want to lead to the barn anymore. And picture him going away from two horses and another donkey. And uh, he doesn't want to go to the barn. And then when he when he does that, she also says she'll get him up there, and he'll be kind of a handful to to brush and groom and and get ready. And so she's saying, uh, what should she do? You got any suggestions on that? Do you want to start with? No, I want you to answer. She on the spot. Sky <laughs> <laughs> loves when I put her on the spot. I hate it. Um, okay, Beth, it was pretty simple. So, you know, this is this is a talk we've given before on familiarity so when the mule or your horse becomes familiar with what you're doing all the time it, it you know it gets kind of in a routine you know they get used to okay you're the one that feeds them you're the one that comes out and waters you're the one that, that opens the gate you're the one that cleans the corrals it's kind of like we've had talks about how oh my mule only likes women mm -hmm. right or, or or only men now, mules aren't sexist i promise you but they get familiar with with certain things and so sometimes when you get in a routine like that and you're working regularly, things do go better. And it's not just because you're working, but it's because they're familiar. They get And they're very routine-oriented, as are most people. You probably worked them at the same time, and they kind of get in this little routine. They like it. But then when you break up that routine a bit, and you take away that familiarity, you know, so they've been out in the pasture for a week, and they don't want to come in, you know. Um, that just tells us that when we are working... We're probably not doing enough quality work, meaning really get him, getting the mule mentally engaged, really getting the mules thinking and 
And, feeling uh, good. Feeling good, yeah. Getting the feel goods flowing, you know. Making these mental connections. Um, it's not coming through, right? It's just kind of, like I said, routine. They just get familiar. Like, oh, you just do this. They're not getting a lot out of it. But when you really engage that mind, they, they will seek you and they want to be with you and they want to feel good because, and they'll get to where they know, what, hey, you know what, when, when I go with this person, when I'm around this person, I feel good, okay? So, but what, okay, so she's like, okay, cool, that's great, I need to do better. But mm -hmm. the meal still won't lead up to the barn, right? So what would in I do? In the moment, what do you do? Yeah, in the moment, my mule doesn't want to lead, pretty simple. Um, you know, this is the very first thing I teach my foals. You know, we got these winglings here. It's the very first thing we've taught them is to clear the front, make your center circles, roll the hinds. Those three little pieces of groundwork, that's all I need. I can send a mule anywhere. And so basically in that situation, I would just do these, these moving half circles, which is sending them to the right, roll the hind, roll the front. Send them to the left, roll the hind, roll the front while you're walking forward. Those videos are on our video library and YouTube and that's my favorite you know, that's, but exercise. It's I think it's really fun. Gosh, <laughs> everybody needs to know moving half circles because it's handy and yeah. I think it's just really fun. Yeah, it is to try and, and get in timing and all that. Well, and you can you can get it good, and it can feel like crap for a while too. <laughs> <laughs> it can feel pretty rough. But anyways, Beth, I would just do moving half circles all the way to the barn. Now she says when she gets to the barn, sometimes her mule doesn't want to stand still for grooming. And I imagine she's got the mule tied up. And there's not a lot you can do if the mule is tied up. Uh, there's not a whole lot of options that you have for one, staying safe, two, getting much quality, getting a handle or anything on this mule. You're basically just saying, well, tie up and deal with it. And, and uh, you don't wanna do that too much because um, you, can, you can get in some trouble there. So I would have that mule untied when I'm brushing them. And if he goes to move, I'd just simple, simply roll the hinds three steps, reset, and try again. He goes to move, I'd roll the hinds three steps, reset, and go again. The other thing too, Beth, and this is just a backstory for all this work. We, we should be doing what I'm about to say all the time, is coming to the barn in a good frame of mind. We us, have a mule as here. As humans. Yes, us. We have a mule here, and if you guys have been tuned in much, then you know about Dally. We got this series coming up called The Dally Diaries, and I'm gonna talk about this a lot in that series. But that mule is so stinking sensitive and very touchy, not only physically, but mentally. If if I'm a little frustrated and I walk up to her, she is alert. I mean, She's like, she not, she no. can, I don't know if I've had one um, quite quite that sensitive that can just read you, you know, so so good. And so I got to really focus when I go to work that mule. I got to go with a clear mind. I got to be quiet. And, and to, to be able to do that, you know, I have to try to live better. I have to try to be a better person. Because if I come in here and I just yell and scream at Ellie and Swayze for not <laughs> cleaning up their stinking toys or something, and then I go outside and I'm all ticked off, I'm not going to get anything done with Dally. Yeah. There's some mules that are forgiving, but, but I mean, it's forgiving as far as, like okay, well he's well, like Tina. Yeah. Tina yeah. wouldn't care. Tina's not gonna take. She's not your sensitive attitude. that way. Yeah. But Dally's like, whoa, whoa, you can eat me. Yeah. My um, dad. I I just was doing some groundwork with her after she was real worked up about something, and it was just like ending on something. You know, I just took her and was gonna do some groundwork until she let down a little bit, and I had to like, uh, 
goes so neutral with yep. like my own feelings, my body language, everything just for her to be able to come back down. Yep. And that was like the most I've ever had to be aware of that because she was so, I mean like. She's going to be cool to ride someday. She's going to be. Right, but Dylan, you know, sorting this out is making me be better. Um, it's funny. I, I, would, I wouldn't think one of my own mules would be one of the most challenging I've worked with. <laughs> but Dally is. She is. She's one. She's probably one of the most well in different ways. You know, there's there different things. There's different levels of challenges, right? Yeah. I mean, she's not doing. Well, she's not doing stupid stuff. She's that not I like deal Jolene challenging. No. She's, no, not at all. She's like so sensitive. Yeah. In, in a friendly way, where Jolene yep. was terrified and yep. scared. Yeah. Dolly's a sweetheart, but yeah. just very, very tuned in. So. Yes. Anyways, Beth, you know, work on yourself that way too. Okay, Sky. The next question I got was from Sarah Bulgatz. I hope I said your last name right, Sarah. Anyway, I know Sarah's a friend of mine. She's been to clinics and stuff. I can't say her last name. Anyways, <laughs> said it right. maybe I said it right. Sarah, I hope you're on here if you are. I, I, uh, I don't know if you're on Instagram or... I saw her on here. Facebook. Oh, good. Okay, Sarah. So she had a question regarding the first ride on Sensitive Colt. Um, Sarah's coming out to our Colt Starring Clinic here at home. So we'll get to see Sarah in June and her colt. But her question is about a first ride on a sensitive colt. Um, if you guys have followed uh, me along... Hey, there. She you said, said it said right. It. She says, uh, yeah. So if you guys have uh, followed me along for, for much time at all, then you know that when I start a colt, I need to walk, trot, and lope in the first five minutes of that first ride. And then I, I like to walk, trot, and lope um, for the first 100 rides. It doesn't have to be in the first five minutes. But if I can, and that's not always the case. And in fact, I don't know that I've ever been able to straight 100 rides because some, All you know. weather and, yeah, you know. Sometimes, I mean, as far as the, the yeah. ground, sometimes it's muddy, snowy, Sometimes I get icy. on and I just ride for a couple minutes. And, yeah. you know, like starting colts right now, you're right. It's all icy out there. I'm not, I'm it, not going to lope not nothing out there. I don't want to even walk. <laughs> um, so, Sarah, so she asked, why is that so important? What if the colt isn't comfortable at a walk? So, Sarah, first thing I'll say is, you know, when you're starting these colts, most of the time they're not comfortable with anything, right, Sky? It's all they're, new. It's all new anyways. Everything is brand new. Nothing's comfortable when it's new. The other thing I'll say is, who am I to make rules, right? I don't, it's not a rule. It's just <laughs> something I really recommend and I like to do. And her question is, is, well, why? Why is it so important? Yeah. For me, forward motion is my best friend um especially in trouble yes troubled times i need to be able to move and like like we said they're not really that comfortable i, I mean i couldn't say a colt is just comfortable with anything really i mean they might be calm and they might be quiet but that doesn't necessarily mean they're comfortable Com comfortable is a little bit more challenging to read um so that four motion deal gosh i'm gonna need that and and just from experience I have seen so many people get in trouble. They're a little worried about loping, especially. Most people. Most people are. <laughs> okay. So if if somebody was a real good hand and they didn't feel like they wanted to try or lope on that first ride, well, go ahead. I mean, but they can handle it. They can handle that. Maybe the, some of the things that might come down the road. That's okay. Mm -hmm. But, but for me, I don't feel like I'm that. I feel like I need to get these, this animal up and down, up and down, um, 
Also, it's real hard to ever get my stops going very good if I can't shift my speed, if I can't go through that speed control. You know, after forward motion, the, next, the, the thing I like next is my stops, <laughs> right? And can you believe they go hand in hand? Yes. <laughs> but you can't stop a mule until you can move a mule. And so I'm going to be sure to go through that and just get those gears real nice and smooth. Um, that's more important to me than working on turning, working on those stops. Like I said, that comes next. Well, I feel um, like it gets them real in tune with your body yeah. language too because right right away they're feeling what it feels like to ask for movement. And then, I mean, yes. they're as good as you can ever get at coming back down because they can feel it versus oh, yeah. like a mule like Tina who, um, you know, is just used to kids flopping around. Yes. And, Ignoring body language and all that. And it is the easiest. And she, her, her question is specific about a sensitive colt. On a sensitive colt, see, see, we have a, a saying that comes from, well, I, I heard it from uh, a Ray Hunt quote. Uh, Tom Dorrance may have coined it first. I'm not sure. But you at first, you go with the horse. Okay? Then the horse goes with you. And then you go together. Um, and that is so key. So you really got to understand what that means. First you go with them. So uh, she's asking about a sensitive colt. Okay. That tells me the horse is probably going to be a little, let's just say flighty. Mm -hmm. Well, that walk might be harder on that horse than the actual trot and the lope. It might be easier for that horse to just trot out. I mean, I maybe just trot on a loose rein. Of course the colt doesn't know anything, so it's going to be loose rein anyways, but trot on that loose rein for a little while, you know, um, and just let them, let them go. So you're, 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 you're satisfying both of your needs. Your need is to get your forward motion built. Their need is to go. They, they need to go. Um, and so in fact, on a flighty colt, Sarah, I'll probably just walk and trot around for, for quite a while. Um, and the lope would probably come pretty easy. I'd probably, I'd probably go up into a lope for a few moments and if the mule or the horse wanted more, I'd let them. I'd just let them go. But if 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 they just needed to move, I'm going to trot, 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 and just let them go. And I'll just pet them as I'm going. Just let them trot and and, and go with that uh, on course on loose rein because that's that on course on the loose rein, right? That's one of the biggest pieces of our checklist that we're trying to build. That's major. So, uh, Sarah, there's no rules. Do whatever you want. But for me and mine, I will walk, trot, and lope. Um, I used to not. I used to, uh, I used to be, uh, well, you know, if I can't get it good at a walk, what makes me think I'm going to get it good at a trot? Mm -hmm. And so I just walk, walk, walk. And then I'm like, okay, I got things going good at a walk. And then what? I couldn't get the suckers to trot, <laughs> right? And let alone lope. They didn't want to lope. They're like, no, oh, no, we're, we're, life is good at a walk. Let's just walk. <laughs> it was a pain. Something else I'll add too is, and this goes with my tip that I give you guys today. Prepare them for success. So hopefully you've done a really good job of all your transitions on the ground. Walk, trot, lope, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. With that saddle on, going through those transitions, that's, that's huge for me. Um, so it shouldn't be brand new. You know, the first time I ever ask them to lope, is not going to be when I'm on their back. <laughs> it's going to be when when they're going around in the round pen of the arena. So that is so key to me. So it's a preparedness too. But anyways,
That's why I think it's important. Ford Motion is my best pal, besides Sky. Wait a minute. Well, I think it goes along the lines of why Ty, well, not why, but, you know, Ty will ride with spurs on the very first, just from the first ride on. And I remember I grew up not riding with spurs the first time, or, you know, until a few times later. But then I remember when I put the spurs on, then, <laughs> then sometimes the, the colt would feel that difference and it would be a little worried about it. Where, I mean, it's the mule knows no different when you just start. Right off the bat, you know, so. I like to do as much, you know, and with the spurs, I mean, I don't, you don't really use them. Right. You know, and you never really need to use them. But anyways, uh, you know, that first ride too is so new anyways, it's kind of nice to introduce a few things. What else do I do on my first rides? How many times have you seen me pull my rope out? Lots. Right. But what do I do to prepare them for that rope? It's definitely not the first my, time my you've seen work. the rope. My fence work, right? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got them, I've got these mules up to the fence. And I'm throwing my rope off from the fence. So the first time I sling my rope out, it's not when I'm on them. Mm -hmm. But it is it is all fresh and so new that I can, you know, everything's new to the mule anyways. And so if they're in that open frame of mind, which, you know, anymore, by the time I get on, I hope, you know, that I've done my best. I think they're ready. Yeah. With the best of my knowledge and being able to read that mule, I know that they're ready. And sometimes they go, are you sure? Yes. So I'm going to, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to go through that and make sure I'm ready and then, and then go through it. So anyways, that's a good question, Sarah. Um, let me know what you think of that. Um, give me a, uh, give me some comments. Let me know what you guys think of these, uh, these answers and these questions and these tips today. So let's get down to the fun stuff, shall we? Yeah, no time for these questions. No, we're... Somebody had a good one, and I can't remember what it was. It if was we, back. we didn't get to a lot of questions today, um, I got a few questions on Instagram, too. Um, so I'll write them down, and I'll try to get to them next week, guys. But let's get to our uh, let's get to our drawing. Day 11 of our 12 Days Giveaway. So some of you watching that have no clue what we're talking about, that's sad. <laughs> because Where you uh, been? for the last 10 days, we've been giving good stuff away. I mean, we, what have we give away, Sky? I got a whole list. I've give, given away custom spur straps, um, given away calendars, um, DVDs, head stalls, um, slobber straps, buck and rolls. I mean, all sorts of really good stuff. Books, uh, tumblers, vests, horse hair stuff. We got, we've given away all sorts of good stuff. So I'm going to thank our sponsors while this guy's getting this ready for you. Um, you ready? You ready? I got to thank our sponsors because they're really good to us. We've got Triple H Outfitters. Jeff Ellison, 2R Mules, Dave Recker, Cami Lundine Sculpture, Mules and More Magazine, Bryce Canyon Mule Days, Colt Naring Saddlery, Joseph G. Saddlery, Featherstone Custom Crafts, Equine Jewel Design, Chases or Mule, The Cowgirl Poet, K&J Leather Goods, Jeff Pay Saddlery, Western Mule Magazine, and Ernest Brenneman Saddlery. Really good. Really good. So, Did thank you. Did you say what today was? Today what is day you? 11. Oh, what are we giving away? Yeah. I don't think I did. Do it. Say it again. Today, we are giving away a custom breast collar built by Ernest Brenneman Saddlery. If Ernest you, does really good work. Yes. If you saw the picture I posted, it was from last year's. So yep. yours is custom. You make whatever you want. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that picture was... Who won that last year? Jenny Ross. Je Jenny Ross. Yeah. So, so it's you can you can do the same. You can tell Ernest, hey, I like that same one. Or you can have it custom. Now, that was... Okay, I'm ready. Okay. And wait, wait, we're giving away more too. Oh yeah. We're giving away a calendar from Jeff Ellison and we're giving away a free month of our online video library. So let's do it. Go ahead. Ready? 
You gotta show both cameras. Okay. Too. You have to show this camera. I know this person. Here, we'll show this one first because I know she's on Facebook. Oh, ready? Maybe they see it backwards. I don't know. Christy. Christy Kovner. Winner, right winner. Right on. <laughs> Christy's on here. She hey, was. Christy? Yeah. Well, maybe. What if she got off early? <gasps> I'll be so sad. Christy, give us some thumbs up if you heard this. <laughs> but if you guys know Christy Kovner, tag her. Say uh, congrats to her. Good job. So. Appreciate you guys wanting to attend these clinics. Thank you for hanging out with us, watching Mule Tip Tuesday. Um, if I could ask you guys to leave a review. There she said. She just said woohoo. Yay! But if you guys could leave a review, tell us what you think of these Mule Tip Tuesdays and all of our podcasts and everything we've got going, I'd be so grateful. So, anyways, especially, hope you guys... Especially Instagram. We want to know what you yeah. guys think about us adding Instagram, you, in you guys like this? You, you want to be part of Mule Tip Tuesday? <laughs> I hope so. Leave me some comments. Let me know what you think. So, all right, guys. God bless all of you. Have a blessed Christmas. But we got one more day tomorrow of this. One days giveaway. more, guys. So make sure you guys check uh, check both Instagram and Facebook. Check our posts. Find out who wins. We'll see you.